Bow, I gotta get it out. Bow, God's here. Whole lot of gangs in the spot. Whole lot of energy. Casamato, D Sav, Gigi Giuliano, T that we're walking. Bow. Oh, told you. It's my guy right there. Hey. Hey. Movie. Sip some money. Oh, yeah, he got blunt. Oh, look. I'm feeling richer than ever. Old friends like Fozzie, we should be sticking together. If I change, then I did for the better. Made it out the storm. I set a flight. No, I'm not missing the weather. No issues, my only problem. All this money's gonna fit in this leather. I'm on a mission, whatever. She wanna stay in it, she better get it together. Said eight, three times, and made it the littiest letter. Yo, yo, yo. Everybody, welcome back to these motherfucking minorities. Sports Report. I'm your boy, Big Black. And Jay Fogg, uh, beaming him from that satellite of love as the world burns around us. The world burns, and I keep being a dad, and it's tight. <laughs> yeah, there's good stuff. There's, uh, but holy shit, what a week. Um, what so, a week. Yeah, um, as we're talking now, there are... Currently, protests going on in basically every major American city um, against police brutality. And, uh, yeah, things have kind of popped off in the last four days. Yeah. Um, um, what's funny is uh, exactly two years ago today, uh, we were talking about Colin Kaepernick kneeling. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the problem of police brutality and guess what it hasn't gotten better <laughs> yeah in fact it's gotten worse it seems like with this enabling ass uh, yeah uh, so fucking I don't know been dead I, I don't know how you missed this but uh, the Minnesota Police Department murdered a man named George Floyd in uh, broad daylight in front of everybody and um, well yeah then uh, it opens some old wounds as uh, the media likes to say yeah the wounds aren't old they're fresh yeah people got pissed off and it, it reminded us of a current wound that is festering Right. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, so protests have ignited. Um, they did arrest the cop who killed him, and they might be arresting the other three who watched him murder him. Maybe. Yeah, they need to, but, all four of them need to be locked the fuck up. Yeah. And thrown but, in the jails, and butt fucked for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Um, so things are not great right now, um, in terms of sports news, um, the NBA might be coming back in July. Yeah, maybe. Like, before we even get into that, uh, before we even get into that, let's talk about J.R. Smith. Oh, okay. That um, dumb so, bastard. Yeah. J.R. Smith. Who I will remind you is not currently on any NBA roster at the moment. Was <laughs> <laughs> still beating the shit out of a guy who fucked up his car uh, during the LA uh, protests. And 
I mean, there's no video of him beating up the car, but there's definitely a video of Jared Smith beating up the guy. Um, he kicks the guy, and then the guy gets up, and then he punches him, and then the guy runs away. Um, <laughs> but I, I have no reason to doubt J.R. Smith. Um, oh, this he's, uh, <laughs> I don't think J.R. Smith is smart enough to concoct a lie like that, to be honest. <laughs> oh, that's not a good look, Jr. Though. No, I mean it's not a great look. Um, but it's also just like I don't. Why would he just beat up a random guy? I mean, it is Jr. Smith. He couldn't entirely have the wrong person. He did think there was. Uh, they were. They were ahead when they weren't. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, he just he just uh, he just whipped that dude's ass though, like for real, for real. Oh no, he's straight up just like he that guy is on the ground, and Jared Smith is like just kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, dog, like man, I'm not like just uh, you know, I'm not. There's this there's just too much shit going on, honestly, for me to care about that. Um, in this sense, it just like you know, certain states consider that assault with a deadly weapon. Um. And hopefully he's not in one of those states if that person does press charges on him because, nigga, that's well, the last thing you need. Like fighting back either, so that makes me think that they might have been in the wrong about it. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. That dude, whoever he was, whosoever's ass he was kicking, totally looked like someone who got caught and was like, "Oh shit, I'm getting fucked up. I need to get the fuck out of here." You know, because um, there were. Just watching that video, there were at least th- three to five other people with or around J.R. Smith, and no one else was like actively fighting or anything like that. So it seemed to me like it was a legitimate. Uh, it could have been mistaken identity or something, but yeah, he he's he was targeted, and it looked like yeah, home, I don't know, man. But at the same time, if you have a fucking God, how tall is J.R. Smith? You know, what I'm saying like, I mean, he's like. He's small for the NBA, so which probably means he's like 6'7". Yeah, that's what I mean. He's got to be like, you know, so at the same time, like, are you really going to fight back if a dude that's like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, you know, gets you on the ground and starts stomping you and shit? Like, ah. Yeah, that's true. I'd yeah. probably just be like, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm somebody. getting the fuck out of there, too. And I'm sure I could hold my own against him, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just a whole, I don't know, man. But all I know is that dude got his ass whipped, and if it comes down to it, it's not a good look for Jr. if shit turns out, you know, not to be what he said it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't... I mean, I'm sure the car is insurance. Oh, no shit. But yeah, that was his moment of... That was Jr.'s moment of fuck these fucking white cops killing my brothers. I'm fucking this kid up. That's what that was. Really? Yeah. Also, don't fuck up property. Yeah. People. Right. Don't tell somebody <laughs> shit. Don't. It's not. It, it, again, it's like I understand the frustration. Trust me, because like, I want to fucking, I want to burn shit down to the ground right now too. You know. But like, what's the point? That solves nothing. You know. It really does. It just yes, you get your anger out, and that's cool for. A little bit, I guess, but you know, 
Destroying property, though, that shit, I learned at a very early age, like, that shit's not, it's just not worth it, man. It's not worth it. Um, but yeah, I got well, caught, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not one, look, I'm not one to be out there being like, you know, they're undermining your cause, because no, it's, I mean, people are angry. Yeah, they're absolutely. They're gonna take their anger out. Absolutely. But yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, was, but was yeah, it's, I mean, this is—I don't know. We said this at uh, at Ferguson. This feels like a moment, but I don't know. We'll see. But right now, it yeah. feels like everybody's watching us. Yeah, it's uh, the difference between this and Ferguson. Honestly, is we don't have sports. Um, we don't have sports, so people who would normally. I, I I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but all I know is that we don't have as many distractions as we used to have, so a lot more people are pissed off for a lot longer. So we'll see where this leads. Um, that's that's yeah. a, that's a fact. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Good old Jr. representing the everyday man. I'm sure that's about to be a meme. I'm sure he's getting memed like you know the people, and then like captioned over jr and then like the cops as that guy you know what i'm saying like stupid shit but um yeah well also you know if that guy ever i don't know we'll see if he even fucking presses right 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 exactly lucky lucky to get out of there (laughs) for real because i'm not trying to get stomped out by jr smith i don't give a fuck (laughs) bro (laughs) (laughs) yeah that would suck (laughs) <laughs> oh, you're the guy who got his ass kicked by J.R. Smith? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, um, uh, I, I keeping it with the NBA uh, real quick. Um, the NBA and the NFL have both publicly and privately, you know, addressed the um, unrest that white people are feeling and um, it's just two totally different opposite fucking approaches. Uh, <laughs> uh, Adam, well, so, I, I think, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just shows, I think who has the power in the league. Like the owners have the league and the power in the NFL. That's why you got such a fucking bullshit, like jack off statement. Whereas, in the NBA, the players have the power. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you had a real statement that addressed the issues that these protests are about, as opposed to being like, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't be killing black people, but you know, we gotta come together." Right. And I encourage everyone to look into them um, for yourself. But it is. It's, it's really. Um, we said off air as Adam Silver's the good guy again. Like nobody, nobody's even remembering that whole shit about China and fucking. You know that whole debacle, but it essentially he sent out a memo to all the NBA and basically said, "Look, <laughs> you can't ignore the racism and the police brutality. It's a part of life, and we're going to not necessarily address it and things like that, but they're not going to ignore it." Um, it says we need to do everything in our power to make a meaningful difference, um, and it's it's cool. And versus the NFL, I don't have that. Uh, statement open but again it was some like cookie cutter you know some some old white guy bullshit um yeah yeah 
Yeah. But, oh, my God. So, so yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't address the unrest. And Oh, you know, no. You know, man, fight the power. Fight the power. Um, What's really weird, though, out of all this shit that's going on right now, uh, when we look back at all the craziness that's happened in 2020, Elon Musk is going to emerge the hero from this year and Keanu Reeves because <laughs> everybody loves Keanu Reeves right now. And uh, this motherfucker just put people back, Americans, back into space um, with SpaceX. And that, to me... I was watching CNN and they were covering the protests and the space launch, you know, flipping, going back and forth between the two and intertwining the two subjects, which I thought was really interesting. Um, But that was like the one thing that I felt was unifying right now as a as a nation. Um, And then, you know, fat fuckhead showed up and was like, I did a tremendous job and did it. Like, nigga, you didn't do shit. Sit your fat ass down. Go have a fucking heart attack, you fat bitch. Um, but yeah, that was, I think that was pretty cool. Um, I really enjoyed watching a space launch again. That was a shuttle launch. That shit was pretty cool. And uh, that basically opens up the door for commercialization of space, which we <laughs> won't be able to see or use, really. But maybe our grandkids could. Um, yeah, your kids kids might be able. Yeah, to. and that shit that that shit is cool as fuck. Despite all the crazy bullshit and all the anger that's happening right now, I think that was really. I thought that was a really high point um, for our culture, um, which is pretty nice. It's pretty nice, despite all the lows. But yeah, also, real quick about the NBA, did we did we say thirty uh, first? Did we talk about that yet? There- uh, yeah, they're they're gonna, no, we kind of hit on it. Okay, but. um, but yeah, they're they're eyeing a July thirty first resumption of the NBA season. Um, I'm trying to find more information on it, but it doesn't seem like there's been much progress other than that rumor. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, I mean. Go ahead, the buddy. NBA, and as we'll learn from uh, and the NHL, are both moving forward, and I think everyone's kind of watching them to see what happens. Yeah, and look, we said a few weeks ago, UFC—they definitely opened the floodgates because it was a successful uh, broadcast, and people tuned in, and everyone was like, "All right, cool, we're going forward with this shit." People are fine watching this shit with no audiences, um, so they're gonna. Uh, I want to hit on one little thing about Dana White. Oh, yeah. Because I always want to point out that Dana White is a piece of shit. (laughs) Uh, Right. Dana White, you're a piece of shit. I'll say it to your face. Um, But I want to point out, uh, uh, he's going with UFC for Fight Island. Oh, yeah. F-F-F-E-A. Yeah, we we covered that. It was given to him by John Oliver. I know, we already covered Um, that. Yeah. But they, he does a stupid faux tough guy thing that tough guys always do whenever somebody criticizes them, uh-huh. where they're like, oh, what's his name? Oh, you know, like John Oliver. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, Dana White. You watch that piece 40 times just seething. Of course he did. <laughs> and then, like, you don't fucking remember. The second you're like, oh, what's his name? Oh, uh, John Oliver. Fuck you. 
you have his name like tattooed into your brain and you're like, fuck you, we're gonna fucking take the UFC thing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show him and, and then I'll pretend like I don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's yeah. a piece of Dana shit. White, stop pretending like you don't know who the fuck people are. Both tough guys do that. People like our fucking president. Yeah, but he's not a tough guy. <laughs> Um, no, he's a faux tough guy. They're all, they're all, that's such a faux, like, ooh, 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 like, <laughs> asshole thing to do. Like, what, are you too stupid to remember somebody's name? Seriously. Right. Right, it's really, it's like, it's pretty fucking easy to remember his goddamn name. Um, and yeah. he's kind of so famous, when he so. he spends 20 minutes just, just telling you what a piece of shit you are. <laughs> I don't know, he, he's, I love it, he's, uh. Uh, watch it, it's a really good program last week tonight he doesn't hold back um it's it's fun um but yeah he, he's done yeah. it with uh wwe just professional wrestling um ufc multiple oh, the, times the, yeah the wwe the fifa the wwe one is great mostly because it's, it shows how much john oliver just loves wrestling in general yeah no it's good <laughs> and, though. Uh, yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, John Oliver's great because he's a sports fan and he, he has the passion like we do, where it's like, I love this thing, but yeah, fuck the people at the top of that. Oh, it. yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> really, fuck the people at the top? That's amazing. It's like the theme of the year. Fuck the people at the top. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. uh, Scame and I, mostly Scame, he, 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 he rips into Dana a little bit too when he called in so it's <laughs> that's a little preview a little preview there um yeah dana white's a piece of shit like through and through there's no question about it um yeah fucking mortal Kombat island is the thing that's about to happen <laughs> it's so fucking surreal it's Shang Tsung. Uh. Shang Tsung is not the good guy in that game <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn god he's damn. literally an evil wizard evil <laughs> The soul sucking, fucking. <laughs> Speaking of, you should definitely, if you don't, I guess, eh, if you liked Injustice, Mortal Kombat's like a good evolution of that fighting. Um, obviously, it's way more violent, but check it out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, no, I, it's like one of those things where it's like I'll watch like like a video of like. Mortal Kombat fatalities, and then for like months afterwards, like YouTube is like, "Hey, hey, do you want to see all of Raiden's friendship?" No, no, I don't. <laughs> oh shit! Do you want to see all of Raiden's friendships? <laughs> Up next. <laughs> Uh, Do you want to see all of Sub Zero's entrances where it's him like, against himself? God no, damn it! No, who would want to watch that? I know people do it though, because I get those recommended no. videos all the time. It's so fucking. Funny. I mean, like I'm, I'm sure you know. Obviously, it's there. But yeah, you see, I'm like, who would want to watch that? Eighty-five thousand views. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Um. I mean, again, obviously, we're stretching. We don't really have much to talk about here. Um. No, because the, <laughs> the only guy who sports just didn't stop. <laughs> I was... He had, like, two, two weeks where, like, there was nothing. 
Game Sports stopped only when we didn't record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we were like taking a break. <laughs> oh man. But uh Doug, so I was uh, watching I will f- uh, I was watching NASCAR so I can fill us in after game yeah. calls and then uh it switched on a fucking I passed out. And, you know, it's just white guys talking. So I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, why are they talking about this guy's head? He's a NASCAR driver. Nah, it was uh-huh. uh, the Professional Bowling League Association's uh, Strike Derby, which is basically, you know, like the home run derby. But it's for how many strikes can you get one on one? And I was like, what the fuck? But I had to come downstairs and record. So, yeah, there's... And it's on Fox right now, or Fox That's so Sports strange. One. How, well, like the home run derby is like okay, you get like a guy who's like really good at like throwing you great balls. How do you make it easier for strike? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get to watch enough of it. I was like, I saw, <clears throat> I watched two two sets, and one one guy got a strike on one set, and then he got an eight and a ten, and then some of the other dude kind of sucked a lot worse. He didn't get any spares, but I was like, what the fuck? And then it like broke out to commercial and it was like the strike derby. What the fuck? I got to talk about this shit. Uh, so, yeah, that's currently on right now because there are no sports on. So they're broadcasting no, I motocross today. Oh, I love motocross, man. That's my shit. Motocross is so like, good. It's one of those things where it's like I under it's like. I don't know. I've, I'm definitely like, I understand why it's cool and why people like it, but at the same time, I'm just like, I feel nothing when I watch this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's, no, I don't know. I, I just you know, I've, I've just never been into motorsports, but it's like, right, at right. the same time, it was just like, I spent an hour watching motocross because I was like, well, it's this or watching the last dance again and I don't want to do that <laughs> yeah no I was going to say like I just I I love motorsports um so I just love racing just the whole concept of it and just I love it I, fucking I mean love it, was, it. it was interesting because there was like no nobody in the stands and like afterwards the guy was like good to be back racing but it's weird at how quiet it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, take so, it or leave it, right? Take it or leave it. Yeah. And you took it, baby, for a whole hour. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You know, it's just, racing is fine because it's, you don't have to, like, understand a bunch of rules or, like, you're not like, what was that? No, that's true. Like, it's whoever true. gets home. Yeah. It's very, it's very accessible. And just that whoever gets across the line first. Right. Very accessible in that sense. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're going to throw it this game. He gave us a call. We're going to cover a bunch of shit real quick, and uh, we'll be right back. Word. So don't don't you change that dial because this is like the radio and, you know, there's commercials and and stuff. So <laughs> keep it on us. We haven't gotten our stance.com sponsorship yet. Keep, keep, keep it on us, and we'll, uh, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dog, what's cracking, brother? What's going on, man? You know how it is. Same shit. Word. 
Same shit. Chilling, dog. Feeding. Trying to feed this baby. She that daddy life. Yeah, she ain't, she ain't having it. We got a third mic today. <laughs> There's always a third mic, but no, she's. She, yeah, she's chilling, though. She's chilling. Right? Nice. Right? Chilling? Can't wait to meet us up there. Yes, sir. It's going to be tight. Now, you want to hear some podcasts? All right. She said yes. Yeah. 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 Let's give her a first taste of some hockey. Yeah. Uh, so, the commissioner announced that they're going to go ahead with a uh, 2014 playoff uh, for the Stanley Cup. So that means the season is officially over. Oh. Uh, which also means the Bruins are the President's Cup, uh, President's Cup, President Trophy winners this year. Nice. Which is um, for the best team in the, in the league, best uh, record. Hell yeah. <laughs> Not only that, David Pasternak is a co-winner of the Maurice Rocker Richard Trophy, which is for the leading scorer. Nice. Uh, him and um, Alex Ovechkin were tied, so they both share the... Um, that honor and then um, Pasta Pasanak he's the first Bruin to win it in franchise history oh damn yeah so big deal there um, and then also Tuka Rask and Harislav Halak uh, won the William M. Jennings trophy which is for the uh, goalies with the, the lowest goals allowed um, mm. but you have to play a minimum of 25 games uh, and yeah so they won that uh, they're the first Bruins goalies to win it since uh, Tim Thomas and Tuca did it back when they had their cup run man uh, so yeah so good there uh, the only thing that playoff kind of I don't know it, it's weird it may not a lot of the analysts are saying it's not going to work out for the Bruins uh, obviously it's Bruins media over here so they're a little biased mm-hmm uh, but yeah, so basically, 2014 playoff. It's gonna start with um, a best of five qualifying round. Uh, the top four teams in each conference will face each other. So like the Eastern top four, of the East will face each other. Top four, of the West will face each other. And and then um, they, that basically seeds everything once that qualifying round is done. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, so that will be uh, actually there's no real. I, I don't remember if they set an actual date, uh, but they're looking at having it hosted in just like two cities, so one in the east, one in the west. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying the hub cities, so like shit like Toronto, uh, what was some other ones I heard? L.A., Vegas, Chicago. Okay. I think Dallas was one of them. Uh, so they were just throwing shit out. Um, talking about testing players every day keeping them quarantined in the hotels while this whole while this whole thing goes down um but yeah, yeah so it's interesting we'll see how this works out uh for the eastern conference we got the top four of the east the bruins uh the tampa bay lightning washington capitals and the philadelphia flyers so they all don't have to do anything for that qualifying round mm-hmm. uh they're just gonna play each other for seeding and then the teams in the qualifying round are going to be Pittsburgh, who will be taking on Montreal Canadiens. Uh, we got the Carolina Hurricanes taking on the New York Rangers. Uh, the New York Islanders are taking on the Florida Panthers. And the Toronto Maple Leafs are taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Out west, the Avalanche are in the top four. 
Uh, so it's the Colorado Avalanche, the defending champs, St. Louis Blues, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Dallas Stars all got that by. <laughs> and then in the qualifying round is mm -hmm. the Edmonton Oilers versus Chicago Blackhawks, National Predators versus Arizona Coyotes, Vancouver Canucks versus the Minnesota Wild, and the Calgary Flames versus the Winnipeg Jets. That's in Canada. That's, yeah, those are in Canada. <laughs> those are places. It gets cold there. It gets very cold. A. Oh, Fonzie. Wrong A. Wrong kind of A. No, sir. That's tight, though. Yeah, so hockey's coming back. Hockey's uh, coming back, soon. baby. And now for some UFC news. I don't know if you've seen any of the shit between Dana and John Jones. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, uh, so basically Dana White is trying to say that John Jones is asking for an absurd amount of money uh, to fight Francis Ngannou. Um, I think Dana White said that John Jones asked for like 30 30 something million or something like that. Holy shit. Um, John Jones is saying that Dana's a liar. He never asked for a specific amount. Uh, he, what he said that he told Dana was, listen, you pay me X amount for these past fights. If you want me to jump up to heavyweight and take on Engano, I want more. Right. Basically, like, he never gave any specifics. Um, but yeah, so Dana's basically saying like he wanted Deontay Wilder money or some shit like that. Yeah, John Jones is like, <laughs> if I said that, release the messages. Um, champion challenged Dana to release the text, which he hasn't done. Um, and Ben also said, like, if if that's what it's going to be, then to, to release him from his contract. God damn. Um, and then, um, well, we're going to go over the UFC event from last night. I uh, guess a reporter in the little media scrum that Dana White does after every event, mm -hmm. a reporter asked Dana to show him the text messages from John Jones. And instead of showing the text messages, Dana White just talks out his ass, uh, basically saying, like, why would I lie to you guys? Because you're fucking Dana White, that's right. why. Because <laughs> you're Trump's so, buddy. Yeah, I'm definitely on Jones' side. Like, obviously, he's going to ask for more money. Hell yeah. I doubt he's asking for $30 million, especially all these years dealing with Dana. You know you're not going to get that amount of money. Yeah, because I'm like, $30 million, that's like, that's a low-end, high payday for a yeah. prize fighter, you know? Yeah. Um, and the UFC don't pay fighters that. Like, I definitely think Jones is looking for double digits. Oh, for sure. But nothing near 30 million. I think he's looking for like 10 or something like that. Like, you know, which is kind of reasonable considering the, the purses from UFC to boxing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, John Jones was tweeting with fan. Like, one fan was like, oh, why don't you jump the boxing? He was like, I could probably make more money in my first boxing match than I could in my next three UFC fights, which is fucking true. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his name alone jumping over. Is probably going to get up a ton of money, so it's interesting to see how this shit's going to play out. Um, also, UFC filed more patents for UFC Fight Island. Um, I guess they filed a patent for UFC, yeah. like the sea, the ocean sea, mm -hmm. um, which I think they stole from. I think they said like John Oliver. Or yeah, it was yeah, John Oliver. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's going to be funny. Um, Dana said that yeah that shit's gonna happen they're almost done with it um basically said it's so mad like it's so ill out there that when the event's over he's gonna stay out there for like an extra week Damn. and he said probably a lot of the people like fighters and shit do the same 
Uh, so yeah, we'll see how that shit turns out. Because I am dying to see fucking Fight Island. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, baby! <laughs> Seriously. Fuck. Uh, so speaking of the UFC event from last night, uh, there was a kind of snoozer of a card um, on ESPN. It was UFC on ESPN 9 from the UFC Apex Center, which is one of their new um, facilities in Vegas. Uh, this one, it was opened up, uh, well the main card was opened up uh, by Mackenzie Dern. Uh, popular BJJ black belt mm-hmm. who jumped into MMA a few years ago. Uh, she got a win over Hannah Cyphers by submission. Uh, she's actually the first wo- woman to win by leg lock. Uh, she caught Cyphers in a knee bar in the first round. Got that win. Damn, nice, nice, nice. Uh, in the next fight, it was Roosevelt Roberts defeating Brock Weaver. Uh, this was spells his name B R O K. Brock. <laughs> Brock Weaver, uh, so yeah, he got submitted by Rear Naked Choke in the second round. Then we got Billy Corantillo defeating Spike Carlisle. Uh, that was by unanimous decision. Then we had Augusto Sakai defeating the fucking Bond villain Blagoy Ivanov <laughs> by split decision. And then in the main event, we had Gilbert Burns defeating Tyron Woodley by unanimous decision and I heard Woodley just got his ass whipped <laughs> oh, not like an ass whipping but it was just a dominant win by Burns um, I, yeah I just I didn't get a chance to check out that uh, highlight video and I really just had no interest in watching that event mm-hmm. last night yeah I forgot it was on honestly yeah I chose to watch uh do you remember an old school movie called Stay Tuned? No. John Ritter and, and his wife get sucked into a satellite dish and go to like a, a hell-like TV land. Oh, vaguely. Uh, yeah, and they got to compete in like different TV scenarios. I don't know. I think I kind of remember, remember seeing like a trailer for that when I was a kid. Yeah, I found it. I think it was on Prime. found that shit. I was like, oh, I remember this movie. I fell asleep watching that shit. So. <laughs> I think I made the right choice. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> Especially with three decisions to end the, the card. Yeah. Um, but jumping into some dynamite. Dynamite. Did you watch? I did with the baby. She watched it. Oh, me. nice. Starting her off young. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, uh, this episode started off with highlights from uh, the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. Um, then it jumped into the Inner Circle, uh, which looked to be outside of the uh, whatever place that arena is, something's place. Uh, um, they, had, they were all sitting outside of a, a truck talking about their stamp, uh, stadium stampede loss and how they're going to sell these stadium stampede championship t-shirts that they were <laughs> they had a couple boxes of and then it turns out um i think it was santana was like yeah uh, it's not just those boxes he opens up the truck and there's just a truckload of these fucking t-shirts that they're stuck with uh, which is pretty funny uh, so that was the kind of little intro there uh first match up was matt hardy and the young bucks taking on Joey Janela and Private Party. Private Party. Yeah. Um, and this uh, 
Well, actually, before we get into the match itself, as um, Janelle and Private Party would get into the ring, um, the Young Bucks, they showed like a little video package. Um, they asked Matt Hardy to get like an older version of himself for this match instead of that weird no, uh, yeah. Damascus guy, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came out, I believe it was like the TLC era Matt Hardy. And then the Young Bucks were like, no, a little further back. And they, I believe he came out as like his debut, like wrestling debut version of Matt Hardy. Um, but yeah, then they get into probably the best match of the night. Uh, all these dudes are great. Oh, yeah. Um, at one point, Nick Jackson super kicked uh, the blade of the Butcher and the Blade of the Bunny uh, <laughs> tag team because they were standing in the other other wrestlers stand outside uh, so he just got randomly hit with a a mist uh, or a botch just a super kick um, as soon as that happened the butcher grabbed Nick Jackson pulled him over the rail and started beating the shit out of him Matt Jackson jumped over saved his brother um, so they go back into the ring and continue the match uh, then at one point it looks like Mark Quinn of Private Party gets injured quote unquote injured um did you fall for that? Did you know that? No, I wasn't. I was like, at first I did, and then once they started walking him off, I was like, he don't look that injured. Yeah. Because he's putting like a lot of weight on it. So. Yeah. All right. So yeah, kind of jumping ahead a little bit, uh, but yeah. So Mark Quinn apparently gets quote unquote injured after diving out of the ring uh, to take out. I believe it was the Young Bucks. Um, was it the Young Bucks or was it Matt Hardy out there? I don't uh, know. Matt Hardy. Was it was Hardy. It was Hardy? Yeah. Yeah, it, they jumped out to get somebody. Um, but yeah, so uh, towards the end of the match, uh, the Young Bucks hit their, their what's it called, bang for the buck, um, which is just like a series of tag team moves. Um, and get the win. Uh, after that, Matt Hardy jumps right out of the ring and, and like uh, helps the ref carry off Mark Quinn. <clears throat> carry it backstage and that's when I was like oh they're just using this as a like reason for them to get out because I thought back to Butcher and the Blade so oh, Butcher and the Blade are gonna jump them and then bang Butcher and the Blade jumped the Young Bucks who were alone in the ring mm-hmm. um, and then big surprise which I didn't even try to I didn't even think to put two and two together uh, but then you hear like a little car engine noise they cut over and show like this old pickup truck pull up and it turns out to be the new tag team called FTR, uh, which stands for Fuck the Rest. <laughs> um, they're the former <laughs> Revival who just got released Oh, from that's who they are. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so in WWE, they were Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. They are now Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. Okay. Yeah, so they are FTR. Um, because I seen that they were selling shirts and <laughs> obviously it's kind of like edited on the shirt right. but it's yeah it says fuck the rest uh, so FTR comes down looks like they're gonna uh, well they walk right past Butcher and the Blade looks like they're gonna attack the Young Bucks end up turning around attacking Butcher and the Blade um, once everything settles and Butcher and the Blade are gone FTR and the Young Bucks kind of have a little face off and then they just kind of go off um, from what the announcers were saying. I guess these guys had like a ongoing social media feud for the last few years. 
Mm. Uh, so that's why this whole shit's supposed to be popping off. Yeah, nice introduction for the revival. I completely forgot that they were out of WWE and supposed to be coming to AEW. Yeah, no, that was a. I was wondering who they were. I was like, they're obviously like somebody big. Yeah, as soon as I seen them, I was like, oh, that's that's the dudes from WWE. I completely like, I felt stupid that I didn't think of it, didn't see it coming. But I didn't know about the feud with the Young Bucks. If I had known about that, then I would have probably made the connection easier. But I was just assuming that the Butcher and the Blade were gonna jump them, which they did. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, got a strong that, tag team. No, what, what, I'm sorry, what? Oh, no, I said they got a strong tag team division. Yeah, I don't, yeah I'm not a WWE guy. I don't know much about these dudes. Uh, but from what I've seen, they seem to be a pretty popular and well-known group from WWE. So, nice addition to an already pretty stacked tag team division. Uh, next match up... We had Brian Cage taking on Lee. I'm already in the ring, ready to get my ass kicked, Johnson. <laughs> um, before this match even started, John Marsley came out. Um, and he, the reason he came out, because uh, Brian Cage won the uh, casino, was it the casino ladder match, I think it was called? Yeah, yeah. On Double or Nothing. Uh, on Double or Nothing. Uh, made his debut on Double or Nothing, ended up winning that, so now he gets a shot at um, John Moxley at Fighter Fest, whenever that's going to be. I don't think there's a set date for that yet. But uh, yeah, so he comes out, joins the announced team. Ryan Cage comes out with Taz and just destroys Lee Johnson. Uh, hits him with his finisher, which is called, I think they just called it the Drill Claw. Which it looked like a, a suplex into a sitting tombstone kind of move. Oh, yeah, that shit was uh, dope. Yeah, it was. Um, and then after the match, well, yeah, like I said, Cage got the win with that move. Uh, after the match, Taz took the mic, started talking shit to Moxley, told him to bring everything he can uh, against Brian Cage at Fighter Fest, which is going to be the next pay per view, which I'm assuming probably be like July, maybe. Yeah, they do. It's like every two. Yeah, it's like every two, three months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, Doctor Britt Baker coming out. Uh, she came out, gave a little injury update. Uh, came out in a wheelchair with some random chick pushing her around. Um, she got interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Well, kind of not really interviewed. Tony was just kind of standing there. Uh, Britt gave her rules for being a role model. Um, one of them turned out to be don't hurt the role model because she got injured in their um, the match that she had in the, was it the three-way match before double or no, the dynamite before double or nothing mm-hmm. um now rose fell on top of her leg i think she broke a bone in her leg um so yeah brit was saying it's all a conspiracy um and said that it all comes down to like everything goes back to aubrey edwards Aubrey Edwards is apparently behind this whole conspiracy to injure Dr. Britt Baker. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aubrey Edwards didn't come out or anything like that. I don't know if they're going to have like an actual feud between Britt Baker if they just kind of like threw that name out there. It's just like a funny little thing. But we'll see. Um, didn't really see too much after that. Oh, and the, her wheelchair, on the back of her wheelchair, it said Roll Model, but Roll was spelled R-O-L-L. Yeah, that I don't was, know if you peeped that. That was very clever. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, another little heel interview for Britt Baker. Especially since she's injured, she's still keeping herself out there. Um, after that, we had an interview with the Inner Circle. Um, don't really remember what they said, I just remember Orange Cassidy randomly walking behind them. And Jericho saying that he's going to see him later. Uh, after that, jumped into women's match, um, which is new champion, Hikaru Shida, who beat Nyla Rose for the title at Double or Nothing. Uh, she was taking on a newcomer, Christy James. Mm-hmm. Some Brazilian chick. Brazil? I assume, I assume you were a fan. Obviously. Yes, obviously. Obviously. I was like, oh yes, John is weird. Yeah, we definitely like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this was a non-title match. Um, yeah, solid match. Yeah. Um, don't know much about this Christy James girl. But uh, yeah, solid match. She hit the Falcon Arrow. Got her, got the win. That. Uh, after that match, that was the Cody Rhodes came down. I uh, got interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Uh, Cody Rhodes is the new TNT champion after beating Lance Archer at Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he says that he's putting out an open challenge. Uh, he'll defend his belt every week. If somebody wants to challenge him every week, then yeah, it is what it is. So it looks like Cody's going to be on every episode of Dynamite. <laughs> For real, dog. I was like, oh, way to write yourself in every week. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, who's that? Fuck, who's getting the first shot this week? Who's that? Oh, that's, that, that's coming up. All right, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, so after that, Kip Sabian um, and Jimmy Havoc, which is like new tag team forming. Uh, the AEW, two British dudes. Um, they took on SCU. Uh, this was to determine who's the number one contender for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Uh, winner's gonna, they're actually gonna face the winner this week. Um, and this one turned out to be won by Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Uh, they got a helpful distraction from Penelope Ford, which is Kip Sabian's fiance. Um, and they got a pin on I think it was Scorpio Sky got pinned. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. But yeah, this was a solid match. Solid. Um, Sabian and Havoc were great wrestlers, and SC was always awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew they were going to win. I was like, they've been on TV too much for them to take that loss. Yeah. Yeah, they're building up that tag team for, uh, for a nice little run. I can actually see them beating Hangman and... And Omega. Oh, yeah. Because I think they're ready to like go their separate ways and do their singles thing again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dysfunction's been set. Uh, what's next? Oh, next was the Battle Royal. Uh, so the winner of this Battle Royal gets it, uh, the first shot at the TNT Championship against Cody, which will be this week. That's, I uh, it was this week. The Battle Royal is basically a Royal Rumble. This one, it was Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Luther, Christopher Daniels, Sonny Kiss, Brandon Cutler, Peter Avalon, Cole Cabana, Wardlow, MJF, and Billy Gunn. 
Um, and Orange Cassidy. Oh, and Orange Cassidy. Um, yeah, Orange Cassidy as well. Um, Orange Cassidy was... Um, well, actually, the match started like right as Orange Cassidy was coming out. Um, so as he's walking out, the match has already started, and he gets jumped by Santana and Ortiz uh, because of what happened earlier in the show when he walked behind the Inner Circles interview. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Jericho sent Santana and Ortiz to fuck him up, which they did, and that was basically like Orange Cassidy was out of the match for almost the entire thing after he got jumped. Um, one thing I didn't realize. How fucking big Billy Gunn is. Yeah, that motherfucker's huge, bro. Holy shit, like... In every aspect. Yeah, because I've seen Luchasaurus against everybody, like, towering over people. And then Billy Gunn is like... I think he was taller than Luchasaurus. Yeah, Luchasaurus... I was like, holy shit. Yeah, his eyes were at Billy Gunn's nose. Yeah. I was like, holy boy. Shit. And then yeah. with MJF in there, too. Some big boys in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Getting down to it... Uh, it turned out to be, at the end, MGF and Wardlow looked like they were alone with Jungle Boy, but actually Orange Cassidy was just coming to and rolls in the ring. Uh, so it's Orange Cassidy, Jungle Boy, MGF and Wardlow in the last four. Um, as they're going at it, Orange Cassidy and Jungle Boy eliminate MGF, and then they work together and get out Wardlow. And then they start going at it after a bunch of back and forth. Uh, Jungle Boy hits um, Orange Cassidy with like a head scissors out of the ring. Um, but he's Jungle Boy's able to hang on to the top rope and not touch the outside. So he gets the first shot against Cody. It was a great finish. Great finish. Reminded me of the old um, Shawn Michaels Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're really giving this Jungle Boy... Uh, big push man he's getting some big shots he got Jericho he already fought Cody once I think mm-hmm. yeah, he's, 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 he's only up and up uh, after that uh, no main event it was actually just the inner circle Pepperelli uh, they came out had a bunch of shit to celebrate they had a band like a, a like a on a step team drum line um, and, and some cheerleaders and shit I think they were Jaguar, uh, Jaguar cheerleaders yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so they come out and have a little celebration start talking about all the shit that happened started passing out uh, those t-shirts that they had started throwing them into the crowd uh, Saber Guevara gave up participation trophies since they didn't win <laughs> uh, one of which he gave to Jericho said king of dad jokes <laughs> Jericho was like, yo, what's up with this? Same thing I was like, oh, we're kind of in the middle of a pandemic. I did what I could. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Um, and Santana started giving out gifts from his New Yorican gift basket, uh, which uh, the first item was a chopped cheese, which is basically a steak and cheese. Uh, he gave that to Ortiz. Funny thing, I don't know, did you catch it? Excalibur was like, you're he did the New York shit. Oh, no, nah, I didn't repeat that. You didn't hear him? Yeah, nah. that shit was mad funny. But I'm pretty sure it was Excalibur because I didn't see anybody in the ring do it. But, yeah, that shit was pretty funny. Um, Sammy got some fixed vapor up because Santana said his umbrella said it heals everything. And then Jericho said his umbrella said that too. 
uh, Hager did uh, Hager got some bootleg Tim's some knockoff Timberland boots and Jericho got a framed picture of Mark Anthony the greatest uh, and, and then at one point I seen Santana pull out some adobo on the low yeah that shit was stupid <laughs> um, Jericho ended up giving Sammy Guevara a little scooter because yeah. his leg is all fucked up so he was wheeling around the ring uh, Jake Hager read a poem and then started going a little psycho at the end which was funny uh, Sammy Guevara ended up asking Jericho what he really wanted and uh, Jericho said he wanted Tyson's head on a platter because he never forgot what Tyson did to him back in 2010 in the WWE um, I guess there was a thing where Tyson turned his back on Jericho and didn't beat him up uh, so yeah they're trying to work that angle into this uh, Sammy Sammy said that uh, he couldn't get Tyson's head so he got him a he couldn't get Tyson's head on a platter, so he got him a cheese platter instead, and some bubbly. Um, when they opened it up, it turned out the cheese platter had been eaten, and all the bubbly was gone, because Tyson had come out, and his crew, um, they had that two bottles of the bubbly, uh, so it made it seem like they ate all their shit. Um, and Tyson came down with his crew, it was uh, Henry Cejudo, Rashad Evans, Vito Belfort. Oh shit, that was Rashad Evans. Yeah, Vito Belfort and uh, two other dudes I didn't recognize. Um, but yeah, that was uh, Tyson's crew. They get Tyson gets in Jericho's face. They start going back at it. Uh, at one point, Tyson struggles to rip his shirt off and starts <laughs> flexing. And Jericho's like, "Yeah, yeah, you look great." But <laughs> this shit was pretty funny. Um, and then yeah, they just end up getting in a little. A little scuffle, uh, a little brawl to end uh, Dynamite. Yeah, it was a good episode. Sorry, I'm trying to put her to sleep. Not enough, do you think? <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. Um, I was trying to figure out who the other guys were, but I, I didn't recognize them. I couldn't figure it out, but it was definitely Cejudo, Rashad Evans, and Vito Belfour up in there. Yeah, because I, I know they all... Well, so who do I'm not sure of, but I know Rashad Evans in Belfort train out in Florida. Man, man, man. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, Dynamite. Looking forward to seeing what happens this week. Uh, now for NASCAR, since we haven't recorded it. Uh, NASCAR's been going ham. Um, they've been not only do they do their Sunday race, but they've been doing Wednesday races too to kind of get this season in. Um, so, since the last time we recorded, we missed one, two, three, four. Today will be five races. Uh, so, the Real Heroes 400, which was at Darlington of, uh, about two weeks ago, that was won by Kevin Harvick. Uh, the Toyota 500, also at Darlington Raceway, which was on a Wednesday. Uh, that was won by Danny Hamlin. The Coca-Cola 600, which was at Charlotte Motor Speedway last Sunday. That was won by uh, Brad Kozlowski. Uh, Wednesday, this past Wednesday, the Allsco Uniforms 500 at Charlotte Motor Speedway was won by Chase Elliott. And right now, we have the Food City 500 for Bristol Motor Speedway going on uh, as we're recording this. It was a 7 p.m. Eastern Sunday start. Uh, so this one's going to go under the lights. 
and it's a commercial, and I don't know who's winning right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Taco Bell commercial, if anybody cares. Taco Bell. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Everything's back. Almost. Everything's coming back, slowly but sure. And then we'll have a regular ass podcast again. Yeah. yeah <laughs> technically, I should be off tonight. I should be enjoying uh, Slipknot and Knotfest right now. I know, for the second time. I should be high in the woods in Mansfield somewhere <laughs> drunk. Psychosocialing and all that, mostly. We're <laughs> sitting on a lawn chair, right? Ah, oh, it was such a good fucking show. But, uh, yeah. I could always watch one of the many DVDs that I own of this and try to get the urge if I want to. Oh, yeah, real, real quick, they're doing... They're gonna stream a couple of their concerts. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I know right now. Well, I don't know if it's right now or some point tonight, uh, or if they already did it or not. Uh, they were streaming their um, Grass Pop set from last year. Ah, uh, yeah. They're doing. Yeah. It's like a they're virtual. Doing, it's like a virtual, yeah, virtual show. not fest. Yeah, so that's it's, just tight. It's one show from Slipknot from last year. I think there's a show. They're doing a show from uh, Code Orange, who's one of their openers from like one of their randomly taped shows and then Under Oath also had a tape show that they're they're streaming so it's not like they all did a show together they're just streaming three individual things right. back to back to make it look like one show yep. it's pretty dope no it's, it's smart it's fucking smart yeah I'm hoping that Grass Pop said, said yeah, they're gonna put that on YouTube instead of just streaming it and like ending it cause mm. I wanted to see that word up word up Word, dog. Where can I follow you, brother? Follow me at Scheme44. Word, man. We'll hear from you next week, dog. Word, man. Talk to you next week. Yes, I. Peace. Peace. All right. Good looks, my guy. Scheme Dollars. As always, we appreciate you and your services because really, dog, if it wasn't for your ass, we wouldn't have a motherfucking podcast these last few no. months. Really. This would be, this would be uh, just John and Julian ripping for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But um, just to update you all real quick. That uh, Bristol, like I said, I watched it, and uh, no, sorry. Was it today? Yeah, I need the one today. I need today. NASCAR results, baby. I'm pretty sure it was fucking um, Brian Keselowski that won. Yeah. Brad. Brad? Brian? I don't know, game. Yeah, Brad. I think it's Brad. Yeah, Brad came in first place. Clinton Boyer? Clint. There's no L-N. My bad. Second place, Jimmy Johnson in third place. Which Bush is this? Kyle Bush in fourth place. And Eric Jones in fifth place. And uh, yeah, NASCAR, baby. Vroom, vroom. I recognize most of those names. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> most of the <laughs> names. But um, so out of all of the sports, the major sports that, that we count in America, uh, baseball, Hockey, football, and basketball. There's really the just. Four, if you will. Did I say? What did I say? Three? The, the, the big four, if you oh, will. The big four, if you will. Yeah. Um, there's only one that's probably not coming back this season uh, because 
greediness you would would you say that greediness but also i think the the players are in their right to not agree to that contract oh no 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 i'm talking about greediness on the owners i'm sorry oh yeah 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 uh like yeah because Basically, the owners are like, "Oh, we're gonna take a hit this year, so you need to cut. You need to take another because the players agreed to take a pay cut this season in March. Mm-hmm. Now the owners want them to take an additional pay cut on top of that pay cut, even though baseball has been raking in record profits for like the last five years. Yep, like, and um, the players' union with." I think the NBA or the MLB union is the strongest in the world. It's like, no, we're not going to fucking do that. We're not going to take another pay cut. Yep. Like, you know, if you are going to ask us to do that, you need to show us. Basically, yeah, the MLB owners don't have to open their books up. Like, they're, they don't, we don't have to know what they make or how much they make or what kind of profit they are. And basically, the union is like, look, you want to show us exactly how much money you're going to lose? Right. We're happy to take a pay cut. So just open up your books. But they won't do that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> guess what? They're probably not losing as much money as they're trying to make it out to be. Yeah, Greedy certainly not fucks. enough to justify that pay cut, I'm imagining. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, if so uh, yeah, I you know I love baseball. It's I I miss baseball. I really do. Like I didn't. I have days where I'm just, like it just hits me where I'm just like, and we would I we'd like be halfway through the season right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we'd be at least yeah we'd be at least a third of the way through the season right now. So basically, I'd be like, well, I'd either be like, hey man, we got we got a shot, or like, well, you know, next. Next season is is really when you want to look at the Rockies. <laughs> um, oh man! You know, and, and I can't do that, and that's it. Really fucking sucks. And I was hoping to get a shorter season, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, fuck the owners, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can you can take a loss this season. I guarantee you, once things start getting back to normal, you'll make your money back. Hmm. <coughs> Seriously, Brian. Because the because yeah, it's like as soon as you tell me next year or when there's a vaccine or whatever, I'm going to a fucking sports game. I'm going to a bar. Like, you know. Ah. <laughs> uh. And I will, I will, man, what I wouldn't give to pay $12 for a beer right now. No, that's what, that's what the owners are missing, dog. That's what they're fucking missing. Jersey sales aren't going to really be affected because people are still going to buy their favorite player shit. You know, like that's, that's going to be a thing still. It's the concessions, the $12 beers, the $10 hot dogs and shit, you know, that's what they're fucking missing. And because they're, oh, yeah. they're getting the money from the TV and the sales from the merchandise. That shit's there. That's there. So. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, you know, that's why they make. Uh, there's a, for, for those who don't know, Coors Field has uh, on the third, on the third deck, um, they have a large area. It's called the party deck. It has uh, like food and drinks and like a standing room area and like places to mingle and stuff. 
they make like one point five million dollars from that like every game. Right. That's what they're fucking missing. And uh Yeah. And I, I get that. But also like, you know, fuck them. Yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. I'm with you 100%. But jerseys still cost 100 and something dollars. T-shirts still oh, yeah. cost fucking 60, 70 dollars, you know what I mean? Hats are 40, 50 yeah. bucks. You know, like it's the uh, uh, I just can't fathom the greed. I can't. I can't. With John, they're not they don't have all the money. I know. I know. Here, hold on. And, you know what? I got some That's a problem. I got like 2 dollars in my pocket. I'm about to send this to to Stan, Stan Kroenke. <laughs> Here's two dollars, dog, just because you need it, baby. Hey, they, they delayed the opening of that stadium. <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's something I honestly like between have like with the baby and just you know not having sports and stuff. Like I, I that thought has not even crossed my mind yet. I well, haven't even thought about NFL that. The NFL is going to loan the Crockies like a hundred million dollars or some shit. Oh man! Oh god damn, that's fucking crazy. Oh man, 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 man. So that hurts my head. Um, yeah, but <laughs> hey, that that Raider stadium looks dope. <laughs> it, I mean, it does. It does. It fucking does. <laughs> I, I, I say that legitimately. It looks. <laughs> Dope. I am jealous of how cool it looks. No, it, it looks fucking amazing, man. <laughs> fucking Raiders. Um, They're going to lose a lot in it. Of course. <laughs> Real quick, before we end this podcast, um, Fox, a.k.a. Disney, is looking oh, yeah. to, or is at least interested in buying the XFL. And if everything happens... Um, they'll probably start the season, I think, in January of next year. Yeah, they'll they'll keep it as springtime. I think I, I, I heard there were like I heard there were I mean, up February. twenty bidders like for the XFL. So I think the XFL will be back. Yeah, you know, no, at some I, point. I I I think so. At first, I was like, "Damn, they're done again." But now, but what you just said uh, in a court filing. This is I'm reading from. Um, this website, XFL News. In a court filing, we learned that there are over 20 interested parties inquiring details about the XFL and have signed NDAs, which are non-disclosure agreements, which means that they, uh, yeah, somebody's buying the XFL. <clears throat> Disney would be a good one because you could play games at Disney World. Absolutely. The, in the worldwide uh, sports thingy, whatever they have, that fucking, yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and they own ESPN, so yeah. automatically you have a you have a contract deal. Yep. So. Yeah, it, it makes the most sense. Um, and it's, it's fucking... And Disney will own everything eventually. Well, uh, right. <laughs> but that's the thing about the Fox Disney thing. If it happens, this is a company you know has the financial backing. Even if the fucking league is losing money for two or three years. Because most businesses have to lose money before they turn a profit. You know, they can carry the league for like they can be like, look, we're gonna lose money for like ten years, uh-huh. but after ten years, we'll be profitable, and they'll still be fine. Exactly. That's that's a company. We'll <laughs> they'll just... produce thirty Marvel <laughs> movies in that time. <laughs> no, exactly. Or we'll just put out some straight to DVD shit, or you know, and yeah, and just, <laughs> yeah. Um, More of another season, another two seasons of Mandalorian. Right. 
Right, you know, and yeah, the money's there. So it'll be if if that happens, I, I as much as I hate to say this, I really do hope it happens. Um, not necessarily Disney, but a company with a large fucking financial <laughs> backing. Um, because you will lose money. But again, <clears throat> XFL losing money is like Disney, like a Disney, like a line of toys not selling well. You know, like it it sucks, but hey. No, it's just a cog. And they would they would anticipate losing money for you. I mean, fuck, I don't think Netflix has made a profit in like 10 years. No, but, yeah, Netflix has yet to turn a profit. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but they, so they're still getting billions of dollars worth of capital. Mm-hmm. So. Right. People, exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah, it, it, uh, it it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Who it happens with, we don't know. Um, but I'm with it because I'm always down for more football. And the XFL was definitely exciting as fuck to watch. Uh, with the oh, did you hear about rule the rule changes. change? Uh, how they're not going to do the the, on, the weird new onside kick? I think that's bullshit. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was reading about that while I was feeding Leilani and... Uh, yeah. Well, then I got they distracted. didn't do it because it was, quote, too gimmicky. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. The NFL needs some fucking gimmicks. I would love that shit. Hell yeah. That's well, like, their thing was like, you. okay, with an onside kick, you can't advance the ball. Like, once you get it, that's where you get it. Whereas, like, a fourth and 15, uh, you can have, like, a 60-yard play. But, like, or you can just have it just dead at... 15 yards. That's, yeah. Uh, if they get the first down, that's where the new down, you know, 50, if they get the 15 yards, that's just where this, you know, the ball starts. Mm. But also, I don't, I don't know. It's just also, you know, Onside kicks are so fucking rare as it is. Why not make it fucking gimmicky? But I'm I'm all for gimmicks in the NFL. Oh yeah, because you never know if it's gonna work. Yeah. No, and I always had my uh, my gimmick for kickoff would be that if the guy can get to score a field goal from um, you know the thirty five or whatever, if he can get it through the upright during a kickoff, then that the opposing team has to start at the ten. Yeah, I mean, dog, that's fucking. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise you just do. Um, otherwise, everybody just starts on the twenty-five, no matter what. Yeah. But if you want to try to have your kicker do it, he can kick it through, and if he can get it through the upright, then the other team starts on the ten. <laughs> no, that's fucking cool. I, I mean, I, that's that's a lot. Like NFL kickers. Have legs, but we've seen oh, as yeah. of as of like the last few years, it's been a lot of misses um, from spots where you're like, these are gimmies, you know. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so yeah, I think that would add an element of mystique and surprise to, oh shit, this motherfucker just made it on the onside kick, but he just missed the twenty yarder. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. kind of shit is. Uh... <laughs> well, there's like Korean guy who like specializes on onside kicks. No, I didn't even know that. It's fucking amazing. I, I forget who he plays for, but his specialty is fucking onside kicks. 
he basically was a soccer player, like immigrated to America, was like, I'm sick of being made fun of, I'm going to play football. <laughs> uh, fucking football, baby. Ah, sports are coming back, y'all, slowly but surely. <sighs> hey, we're going to get sports at the end of July and August, which is usually a complete dead period. And we're going to have so many sports, it's going to be nuts. It's true. That's true. Because we're going to have NBA playoffs at the same time. We're going to have NHL playoffs, and it's going to be these weird, crazy tournament formats. Mm-hmm. It could be a really exciting summer. Yeah, it could be. It's uh, It could be. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, word. We hear LeBron James calling other people the N-word in empty stadium. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably add a tape delay on some real shit. <laughs> on what? some real that shit. Cutting out, yeah. They're saying the N word a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, man. All right. Thank you guys for listening for us to us ramble, and uh, you can follow us all collectively on the internet at TMS Report. Snog, hit them. I'm at Jay. I'm at Julian Mitchell because that's my name. <laughs> yeah. It used to be Jay's I'm at Jay I know. You, that's, that's, you, can, you can still find him. You can still find me if you search Jay Snog with a dollar sign. Because that's how I look for you a lot. Um, dollar sign in OG. And uh, you can follow me at The Beatnik. Thank you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Bye. Rolling down the street in it Pair of chucks got my feet in it Whole pound, no seeds in it Bring the Khalifa clone, I put the trees in it uh, KK got the whole place lit up Hit the switch, make my 6-2 sit up I know you sick, don't spit up Tell homegirl if I can't hit, she gotta don't get up Don't you see them? Turning up, why you all in my face? I don't give a fuck. She ride shotgun, try and give me some. Oh, there you go again. Rolling up, putting ashes on the floor again. A nice day, I might roll to the stove again and let y'all see the whip. Get a whip, hit a switch, get a bitch. Don't you see them? Bang.